0: Shulchan We are in Simen Shin Yudzayin. We begin the 11th and final Halacha of this section. Halacha Yud When a person twists strands into a cord, regardless of the type of material used, he is liable for performing a derivative of the forbidden labor of tying. The measure required for one to be liable according to Scripture Law is a cord long enough to remain twisted without having to be tied at its end. Thus the work he performed, will endure. According to rabbinic law, making even the shortest cord is forbidden. The at says in 340 that although one is not liable for performing less than the minimum measure of a forbidden labor, it is forbidden to, to do so according to scriptural law. On that basis, the Ma'arim questions why here the at states that the prohibition is rabbinic in origin. Drawing on the at statements in his conscious Akhrin, the Ma'arim explains that making a thread that will not last is not considered as a significant activity at all, therefore, there is no basis for it being forbidden according to scriptural law. Continuing, the Allah of Apostle Similarly, one who separates the threads of a cord is liable, liable for performing a derivative of the forbidden labor of untying. The minimum measure of liability is the same as for making a cord. Such a person is liable only when, one he, when he does not have a destructive intent. Shalei Lakalka. Why? For anyone who performs a forbidden labor uh, with a destructive intent, it's exempt according to scriptural law. His act is nevertheless forbidden according to rabbinic law. This concludes halacha the eleventh halacha, and Simen shin yudzayin, section three hundred and seventeen. We're now going to go over to Simon shin chaf, section three twenty, and discuss dineh scita, the laws governing squeezing out liquids on Shabbos. Halacha Aleph 1. shaman. One who squeezes olives to extract their oil or grapes to extract their juice is liable. And it's also asr an yomtif. Because he's extracting liquid from the fruit. On section 305, it was explained that anyone who extracts food or liquid from the place where it is enclosed performs a derivative of the forbidden labor of threshing. And it is that um, in the Kunch Achrin and section three hundred nineteen explains that even though the forbidden labor of threshing is performed with a clean implement and extracting is performed by hand, viyad, extracting is considered a derivative of threshing. Continuing the Allah, nevertheless, um, according to scriptural law, it is permitted to squeeze any other fruits to extract their juice, because all fruit juices with the exception of olive and grape products are not classified as liquids, but rather as food. Hence, squeezing out their juices is considered to be separating one food from another, and the prohibition against extracting does not apply as explained in that source. Now, there are two different ways of explaining what the said, that uh, other fruit juices, with the exception of olive um, and grape products, that's not considered liquid. One is that other fruits are primarily planted to be eaten as food, rather than to be used uh, to produce juice. Grapes and olives, by contrast, are planted primarily for their liquids. And of the seven seven substances deemed as liquids, according to scriptural law, the only substances produced from fruits is in in that category of wine and olive oil. According to the first view, it could be postulated that if other fruit or vegetables are grown primarily to produce juice, the juice could be considered as liquids, minatoidah. And Shammes Kalacha discusses this issue at length, noting that many later authorities have questioned the status of citrus fruits, for by and large they are grown to produce juice. Other authorities, however, consider citrus fruits the same as other fruits and do not deem their juices as liquids according to scriptural law. According to rabbinic law, it is forbidden to squeeze other fruits, even berries and pomegranates, since people... And some people, who have an abundance of berries and pomegranates, squeeze them for their juice, and were other people to, uh, to also have an abundance of those fruits, of these fruits, for they would, uh, they too would customarily squeeze them for their juice. Whenever one squeezes them for the sake of their juice, his intent causes them to be deemed as liquids according to rabbinic law. We do not say that his intent to use them for the juice is insignificant in light of the attitude of people at large. Since they too might squeeze these fruits for juice, were they to have an abundance of them. Similarly, the species of pears called uh, they're called barren, that are squeezed for the juice in certain places are forbidden to be squeezed on Shabbos. The rationale is that it's possible that were the inhabitants of the world at large to possess an abundance of such pears as do those places, they would also squeeze the pears for the sake of their juice. The same applies to other similar to all similar fruit. This concludes today's share.